Hello, and welcome to the Built On Air podcast. Built On Air is a regular podcast where we talk with everyday people and learn about the amazing things they are doing with Airtable. Today's podcast is sponsored by OpenSide, the leading solutions provider for Airtable customers. Check out OpenSide.com to learn more about their products and services that can take your Airtable usage to the next level. Use promo code BUILTONAIR to receive $20 towards any product purchase. In this episode, we chat with Hannah Wigginton of Abilene, Texas, the Communications and Grants Director for New Horizons, a nonprofit organization for foster families. We discuss the various programs New Horizons offers for prospective foster parents, as well as for the foster kids themselves, from family placement to counseling. In addition to her work at New Horizons, Hannah also freelances as a web designer and content creator. Hannah gives us a rundown of how she's able to balance these two careers and the day-to-day experience as both a nonprofit grant writer as well as a freelancer. Later, Hannah walks us through her book tracker Airtable base, which has allowed her to stay organized around her third passion, reading. Her base tracks the books she's read, the books she's been recommended, and the ones next on her to-read list. Her base employs a metrics table and several views to give her the rewarding feedback of not only how many books she's read year over year, but the number of words too. Hannah put her base on the Airtable universe to help others who need a simple way to set a goal, like reading more, and tracking their progress on reaching it. Good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? You know, it's a beautiful morning out here today, so I'm doing really great. Thank you. Are you based out of Texas? I am. I am in Abilene, Texas. Oh, great. I'm in California, uh, but I have a lot of family from Texas. How do you like it there? Oh, well, it's nice. I've never been to California, but maybe someday, someday I will. Yeah. I've, I'm told there's interesting differences. Yeah, I bet so. <laughs> um, so you are a web designer. Yes, among other things. Um, mm-hmm. I do some websites for um, several people and then uh, for my day job, I actually work for an, or an organization helping kids in foster care. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm the communications and grants director and I help with fundraising. I help with marketing. I am also a grant writer for them. And so uh, it's a pretty great place, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a, uh, it's rewarding work. I'm sure it is. That sounds very, very important. Um, especially um, with grant writing, I imagine you'd have to help them get the funds they need in order to pr- provide the services that they do, right? Yes, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of kids who need some extra help. They've been in some bad homes and bad things have happened. And so when they come to us, uh, you know, we help them through a lot of those issues. And so my job as a grant writer is to request funds from foundations and people who will help with that treatment. And um, it, it makes a difference. I'm sure it does. Um, so I want to say personally, thank you for the work that you do. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. Um, so what's the, the age range on the kids you help? So we help kids really from birth to 17. Um, Mm -hmm. We have, we train foster families um, to open their homes to kids in those age ranges. And then we also have some 
what they call uh, residential treatment centers. And so those are the places where kids are just really struggling with the things that have happened to them. Mm-hmm. And so when they come there, we do therapy with them and really just kind of help them be a kid again, honestly. And uh, those kids range anywhere from age five to 17. Wow. Okay. So what kind of programs, I know um, you said that you, you help train foster families to take in these kids. What kind of programs do you have for the kids themselves? Well, we have a different uh, therapy model. So we use one called trust-based relational intervention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it really just focuses on meeting the kids, you know, their physical needs of food and hunger and things like that. And then we work with them on their emotional needs and their attachment needs and um, really just, just help them show that there's loving people in their lives and that, you know, people care. And uh, it's, uh, it's great just seeing the kids who, when they come to us, they're just broken and sad and terrible things have happened. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they live with us for about a year and, they leave just a new kid really. And it's pretty transformational. It's really wonderful to Mm -hmm. see. From, I guess, a marketing standpoint, what you guys want to do is make it clear that you are here to help. And that's, that's sort of the vision and and presence that you want to have out in the world. Um, But you say you also do websites for other people and other organizations. What, how does that work with how do they, how do they see themselves? You know, I, uh, I just stumbled upon, uh, doing websites about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I went to school and I I got my bachelor's in communications and technical writing. And along the way, I'm kind of a nerd at heart anyway. Mm -hmm. So, uh, just getting into tools and software and things, uh, very much interests me and I probably spend a terribly disproportionate amount of time on playing with, uh, you know, new software and things like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it also taught me uh, um, just a whole lot about web design and um, creating things uh, like that. So that's, that's kind of how I got into that. And uh, I've created event websites. I've created sites for bands and um, just, it's a lot of fun and I mm-hmm. have learned a lot. Yeah. So do you see yourself or um, most of your clients being sort of smaller individuals, maybe entrepreneurs, or do you do maybe larger organizations as yeah, well? Yeah, smaller. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a one person shop and yeah. so I, <laughs> I do things for people who, you know, they, they don't know how to do it. And so I can be, that person who says, okay, let's set you up like this. This is what you need. And, um, you know, it, it really just kind of gets them to a whole new level. I've, I did a band website not too long ago and, you know, they just had obviously social media presence is great and wonderful and does so much, but you, you need a page where that's yours and that you can do what you want with it. And so I created this website for them. And now they've been able to use it just for so many different things uh, Mm -hmm. for some songwriting competitions that can direct people over there to their website to, you know, see uh, what else they have going on. So it's, it's, it's those kind of people that I help. Right. Um, And I'm sure it's more rewarding that way just to see, because you can see 
everyone you help face light up because there's only so many people. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure um, with the individual or smaller based clients, it, it might be a little bit more work to, to help them understand what it is they need, right? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of them just say, well, I, you know, we need a website, we need something. And then that's all. And so yeah. <laughs> to, to be able to actually see like, look, you were from, you started from here and now you have this whole presence that, mm-hmm. you know, they just really didn't totally even understand that they could have with the website. And so that's, that's exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used, I used to do, um, websites for for smaller like individual clients and I remember that being the most interesting part of the job is yeah I I know we need a website and I know what we don't want but I don't know what's in the middle yes that's exactly right you have to fill in some blanks (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um along with just uh helping them make a website do you also help with a larger marketing branding package Um, Yes, I have done um, just some smaller, just social media templates, uh, things that can just help them when they're starting at zero, uh, give them some templates to use to uh, post things and kind of get their, get themselves out there a little more. That's, uh, that's another thing that I do. Mm -hmm. Because it's also important. It's one thing to have a great website, but if you don't continually add to it, Mm -hmm. you know, your, your client's clients might only go there once and never again. So I think it's in, instilling in them, hey, you got to make sure this thing is updated. And have to do more. Yeah. yeah. It, it never ends. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always a tough part because uh, yeah, I mean, for a band, every time they have a show, I'm sure they're, they're saying, here's our next show and here's how you get tickets and all that. But that's other, exactly right. Other clients, it might be a little bit hard to communicate, Hey, you need to put something on here. Yeah. (laughs) Even if it's a little blog or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So what would you say was your favorite client or type Uh, of client? (laughs) Well, I have created several event websites. And so that has, that's kind of something that now that I can say, okay, here's what you need on this website. Uh, you know, you have to have a schedule. You have to have a way to buy tickets. You have to have a way to sign up sponsors. Um, and so I've, I've learned a bit in doing several of those, what it takes to get one of those out there. And so my, I, I'm a little quicker at doing it now. And, um, mm-hmm. so, and, and they're enjoyable too. So, so you said earlier that you like, learning new, new things and new technology. How did you come across Airtable? Well, probably, you know, in one too many Google searches, maybe Mm -hmm. I don't remember (laughs) exactly. (laughs) But, you know, once I, I I found it and I started using it to as a relational database, which is the whole really amazing part of it is just how you can connect things together. And it's so simple just right there in your browser. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember one of the first things, honestly, was uh, my plant tracker database. Mm. And my husband and I were, we were doing whole new landscaping at our house. And we were just buying all kinds of shrubs and flowers. And I was like, I, have a, I need a way to keep track of this. I need to know when uh, we planted it, 
you know, what the status of them, you know, mm-hmm. if one dies in a month, then I'm not going to buy that one again. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what I did was we were at the store and I just started taking pictures of the plants that I wanted to plant, um, in our yard. And I thought this is perfect. Like I, I mm-hmm. keep track of the picture. I can keep track of, you know, what kind of weather the plant is good in, what kind of watering it needs. And it just kind of grew from there. And I was, I remember my husband, he was like, you're such a nerd. Why are you keeping <laughs> track of our plants? I'm like, but isn't this amazing? Mm-hmm. It was like, well, I mean, okay. <laughs> so, uh, but since then, um, you know, I've done so much more like just my, the person, and, and that's just the personal side of it, you know, and then my book tracker database and just being able to keep track of things like that. And so mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten him on board uh, since then of, Hey, I can keep us organized. And, you know, he might ask me a question, well, when did we do this? And I say, hold on. Mm-hmm. I know when we did this. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a, uh, it makes it pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I'm the exact same. My family used to make fun of me. I used to have a spreadsheet for everything. Now, of course, I have an air table for everything. But I, I remember when everything happened because I have a record. That's exactly right. And that's probably another thing is some spreadsheet nerds, you know, mm-hmm. we go, what else, what else can I do with this? I need a better way to do it. And mm-hmm. so Airtable really fits that really well. Yeah, I'd say so. So do you want to just jump into um, your book, Planner Base? Yeah, sure. So this is my book tracker database. And this is one that I just um, really helped me see a lot of what Airtable can do. Uh, I love to read and always have. And when I found Airtable, I thought, oh my goodness, I can keep track of the books I read. I can keep information about them. I can make my own notes about did I even like the book or what it was about, give my ratings and really just make it my own um, snapshot of what I'm reading. Mm -hmm. And so I just started adding books in here and uh, it's really awesome to be able to keep track of them. It also, you know, as a full-time worker and a mom and a wife and all the other things I'd love to do, (laughs) On the side, um, it kind of pushes me to, it commits me to read more even when mm-hmm. I don't always have a chance. So uh, that's an exciting thing. So um, this is kind of my main snapshot is the table view. Um, but obviously you've got the title and the cover and the the author is a relational um, over here to the next tab just to keep track of, you know, what authors I'm maybe really liking more than others. Um, I'm going to open one of these up here, uh, just, uh, grab an image, uh, connect to the authors, the status of, 
um, if I've read it or unread or even I want to read mm-hmm. the genre. Um, I can kind of keep track of if I'm reading more fiction or nonfiction um, and kind of even it out. Uh, sometimes I'll put a synopsis in here. I obviously did not on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of depends. Um, what's great about making your it your own is you can do what you want with it. So <laughs> uh, when I read it, the year, um, whether I actually own it uh, or, you know, sometimes I, I, what's great, you know, our library has the electronic version of books so I can check it out electronically from mm-hmm. my library, my local library and read it that way. Um, my personal rating of it and then, uh, my review, and a lot of times I know that if I give it a good rating, I'm probably going to read it again. So uh, if it's part of a series, uh, so I read several books in series, and I can just kind of keep track of which one that it's yeah. in. Uh, all these fields over here, like the pages and how many times I've read it, uh, a lot of that I get from uh, Goodreads. Is that mm-hmm. the- word I'm looking for, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit of manual, uh, tracking, so it's not perfect, but, uh, it, I, I enjoy keeping track of it. So, mm-hmm. and then this here is just the metrics, the total books I have, and it links to another table over here, just mm-hmm. track of what I've read. Uh, this is just, you know, the current ones I've read and I can see exactly how many I've read this year. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite one. When you can actually look at the gallery, it's like a library Mm -hmm. (laughs) on your computer. And, uh, just to look at all the books that I've had on here. Um, it's really a nice snapshot of, uh, the database. Okay. And then just several other views that, you know, to quickly be able to go and see what, um, just a snapshot of, of what I want to see. Mm-hmm. So I see that your status is also a relation or a link field. Um, the first thing I would think of is, oh, I would expect that to be like a single select field, but you actually made it its own table. And I see you did that. So you can have metrics for those as well. How many you've counted, how many you've read and how many you're currently reading. That's actually really smart. I like that idea. Yeah. And you know, it, it could have been possible to do it in a grouped field in the books. And I, but I thought, you know, I want to see on its own table, Mm -hmm. what, uh, what I've got going on. And so I did the same with that. Yeah. I did it with the status and the genre also. Mm -hmm. I can see how many in the category I have of uh, those also. Right. Um, Yeah. And then my metrics, I just did um, the fields here just to uh, count how many I have in each author in each book. Mm -hmm. Great. So do you, do you think this space has over time helped you read more or at least focus the books that you want to read more? Oh, no doubt. Um, Really, it's it's almost uh, just a a commitment to me when I can when I put the books in there and I say I want to read this mm-hmm. and I can go back and look at it and say oh it's been two weeks and I haven't even started reading and when I started this database a couple of years ago 
you know, I really was not reading more than, oh goodness, a few books a year. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can all blame time, but if, if you're committed, you might do some things. So right. what it did for me was the, the year that I made this, I read, I don't know, 25 or 30 books, which was wow. more than I had read in years uh, at a time. And so it really gave a, gave me something to say, Ooh, I'm going to log that because I'll know I have read it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I read both fiction and nonfiction books and helpful books and, uh, just random books. And it, you know, it was really great because I, I hadn't done that in a long time and it helped me to, to really get through the books and finish, which mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. I mean, good for you because I certainly can read more too. And maybe I need to make one of these. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely helped me read a lot more and made it more fun too. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a lot of sort of reward you feel after you've had a book that's logged in your base, right? That Mm -hmm. says, I want to read this. And then you read it and you can finally mark it off as done. There's, there's a certain amount of satisfaction you get after, you know, just, yeah. And you know, just the, the nerdy parts of it. Well, how many words have I read this year? Mm. Does that really matter? No, probably not, but. No, but it makes you feel good. You know, I say, oh, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a bit smarter than I was a year ago. (laughs) Well, you could think of it like this. If you read 20 books, one year and maybe 15 the other, but the 15 book year, they were longer with more words. There you go. That's exactly right. And that's one of the great reasons to track these because you can kind of see your year over year return and mm-hmm. what you're doing. And uh, so I've, I've really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Have you found that you, you're starting to enjoy one genre more than you used to? Or, you know, have has it helped you expand the types of things that you've read? I would say that uh, what it did was kind of make me just read outside of my normal genre. Mm. Uh, yeah, as you can tell from this snapshot here, I've, I'm all over the board. And so um, before that, I would probably read more Westerns. Um, I also like some nonfiction help books like the one tough mother and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just those kinds. But when I was able to track it, I, I kind of would pick books that were out of my normal, like the girl in the tower and the bear and Mm -hmm. nightingale. And those maybe aren't books that I would normally read, but number one, they were really great books. Mm -hmm. But when I started reading them and I, I would pick things that were, kind of outside of my normal and which is always good, you know, stretch yourself a little bit. And, uh, I, I do think it helps to really read all around, uh, different genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always, there's, there's that age old problem of with anything, it, whether it be a book or a TV show or a movie, Oh, I just read this book. It was so great. You've got to read it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's no yeah. way, unless you write it down right when they say it, you're uh-huh. going to forget. But if you have one of these, you're going to have a running list of all the ones that have been recommended to you as well. That is exactly right. You know, this this book on here, the Nightingale, I probably wouldn't have picked it out, but one of my friends said, Oh my goodness, I read this book and it was so great. And 
So I stuck it in my database and I thought, well, maybe I'll read it soon. And mm-hmm. then I did. Um, and on top of that, you know, other people recommending books, I was able to recommend books mm. uh, several times. I said, oh my goodness, you've got to go read this book. The first 15 laughs of Harry August. That was an interesting book. Mm-hmm. And so now I, I can go back and look and say, oh, I really liked that book. You should really read it. And it just gives you more things to talk about. Yeah, that's awesome. I wish Airtable were a little bit more flexible in how they showed images for the gallery view. Because, yeah, obviously books are portrait mode always. So, Yes, I would love if it was, you know, filled it a little more and but didn't cut it off. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, it would definitely make it um, better. So So I saw that this base is on the Airtable universe. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, um, I made it and uh, you know, I think it was, they had not even started the universe yet. I don't think. Oh, wow. Done it. And so when they, when they did put that out there, I thought, I love my database. Surely someone mm-hmm. else will love using it as their database too. Yeah. And so I thought, I'm just going to put this out there because I know it's been super helpful to me. So I think someone else is going to be able to uh, get a lot of help from it too. So I put it out there. And then I also posted in the forum about it uh, in the show and tell category uh, because I just love it so much. (laughs) And uh, so uh, it got a lot of response in the forum, which was great. And I know now it's been in the the universe for a while and it's Mm -hmm. been copied quite a bit, uh, which is great. So I'm glad a lot of people are able to use it. Yeah, it is great. It's also nice to hear that a lot of people are reading. Yes. On top of all that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, once you put it in your workspace, you're going to want to commit and you're going to want to (laughs) read. I think that's, you know, generally true, just life. When you have a goal for something, if you don't have a way to track it, you might start slipping. So that's exactly right. Make an air table for it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for showing this with me. I love it. And I'm probably going to copy it on the Airtable universe too, so I can start reading more. Oh, good. Well, I hope it helps you. I'm telling you, it'll keep you motivated. I'm sure it will. <laughs> and I just got to go through all of the, the books that have been said to me. Oh, you've got to read this. Yeah. I remember what they were because I didn't write them down. <laughs> but now I will. Now I will. You know, it takes a little bit of time to kind of get it set up the mm-hmm. way you want it and start putting your books in. But once you start doing it, it just kind of becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just do it a lot more often. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I've had a great time and I I just appreciate what all you you guys are doing. We appreciate what you do. You do a lot of important work. and you. Yeah, just great. So I hope you have a great rest of your morning and rest of your Saturday. Well, thanks. I hope you do too. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.